0: Where God dwells in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, I ask of God that you will teach us your word tonight. Spirit of God, I ask that you breathe upon your word. I come under anointing to teach and your people are anointed to hear and be blessed by your word. Let none live here the same. Father, let there be a touch of your presence upon their lives. Let things shift in their direction and let things shift for them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome somebody to your right and to your left to church. Ask them, what's up? Y'all? Ask them, you all right? Hallelujah! Please take your seats. Um, We—it's very important that we follow through with the teachings of previous month of the previous month because it will help us to appreciate um, our journey this year. Amen. So last month we taught on. As being the burning and the shining light. And we said that the Lord, the mindset or God's idea is that will be a burning and a what? Shining light. And so John was called a burning and a shining light. And the scripture says, and they rejoiced to be in the light of John. Which means that our shining is supposed to affect other people. And how do we shine? We saw how we shine. We shine through the word of God. Um, we also saw in Malachi 4, it says that Jesus is the son of righteousness. S-U-N, Malachi 4, 2. He says, he shall arise on us with what? Healing in his wings. Praise God. And we said, we in looking at That month we dwelt a lot in Genesis chapter 1. So let's go there again. Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 1 and 2. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, verse 2, and the earth was what? Without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Why? To bring order because of chaos. Verse 3. So the Bible says, and God said. So we see that primarily, the way God produced light was through what? Seeing. God said, let there be what? Light. And we also saw in that month, in 1 John chapter 1, the verse number 5. It says what god is light and in him there is what no darkness at all at all there is not an iota of darkness in god and the bible says as well in the book of james that jesus or god is the father of what lights if he's the father of lights and we are born of lights then we are what lights hallelujah we are lights But we also establish that we are not lights of the lesser order, but we are lights of what? The greater order, which is the greater light. The reason is because we take our shining and our nature from the greater light. Jesus himself even being what? The son of righteousness. Wonderful. If we have understood that so far, then we moved on to find out that As a light, the reason why we are lights is because we have become a city. And the scripture calls us a lighted what? City. And that lighted city does not need the light of the sun, the moon, or the stars. But the scripture says, the Lord himself shall be what? Our light. Now, Revelations... Chapter number 21. Let's go there. We'll start from there tonight. We're looking at matters in the garden tonight. Amen. Amen. Matters in the garden. Matters in the garden. Is there anybody here called Martha? No. Revelation 21 from verse 1 says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. That is to tell you that this earth will pass away and a new heaven and a new earth will be what created will come into being. And it says, "Were passed away and there was what? Sorry, don't go back a little bit. And there was no more sea. So in the new heaven and the new earth, there will be no more sea. Okay, verse two, verse two, it says, and I, John, saw the holy city, comma, the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Pause there. Now, if the scripture said the tabernacle of God is with men, who is that tabernacle? Is the tabernacle a physical place? We saw last month that that tabernacle is not a physical place. That tabernacle, he says, and they shall be, and it says what? Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God Himself shall be with them, and be their God. Verse four. And God will shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Now take note of that that, verse, that part of the verse that says there will be what no more death. Very important cause we're going there there'll be no more death and God shall wipe away all tears go 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 on to the next um and he that sat upon the throne said behold i make all things new and he said unto me write for these words are true and faithful verse 6 and he said unto me it is done i am alpha and omega and last sunday we saw The creation. And we said that God creates in a secular form. That is why he is the beginning and also what? The end. Where we start from, we end there. We started from God and we will end what? In God. He is alpha. He will also be what? Omega. So there is no, if you look at it in a secular form. Okay, so if this is a point, let's say I'm just imaginary. Okay, I want you to see something. So if this is a point, if this is the beginning of a circle, I'm drawing a circle round like that. And I end there. He says he starts, he's the beginning. And he's also what? The end, the same point. So there is no beginning and no end to God. There is a continuum. And I'll use that to explain what everlasting life is. And eternal life. Okay. Everlasting life is eternal life with a beginning. Everlasting life. Let me just explain it before I go on so I don't forget. Everlasting life is what? Eternal life with a beginning. And I will explain what it is. Of course, I've explained what eternal life is before. But I will explain again. But everlasting life is what? Eternal life what? With a beginning. Now, what are we saying? What do we mean by that? For example, if you take angels, angels were created, true of us, but they were created in eternity. There's no age to an angel. We don't know their ages. As long as we know, God existed before them, but God created them. So they are in eternity but eternity with what beginning because they were created at a certain point you understand and some of the angels will also be put in eternal fire hell fire they will continue to live there but they will live there in eternal what hell with satan so eternal so everlasting life is what eternity with beginning but god is eternity without beginning. That's why it's a continuum. I hope you get it. Don't want to confuse you. Wonderful. Now, this is very important in explaining who God is. So I'm alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. All that beginning and end means that is that I don't have beginning, I don't have end. I'm just... Now, I will give unto him, so now he's making a promise, I will give unto him that is a test of the fountain of the water of life. So there is something called the water of life. If you are taking notes, you can write down water of life. I will come to it. I don't think I can reach it today. Just write down water of life. Verse 7. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Now, if you read this at the time when John was speaking, you would think it is prophecy that will be fulfilled. True of us. But are we sons of God now, or are we going to be? Are you sure? John chapter 1, the verse number 12. We'll come back here. John chapter 1, the verse number 12. Testimony. Sit your bum bum down. hmm? And take notes. I will look for your notes. And I will ask you after I finish preaching what I preached. The same with you, Samuel. But as many as received him. To them. He gave power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Whose name? Jesus' name. Verse 13 says, Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. There are three things there, but not for today. The slab is too big for today. But of what? God. So anybody that believes on the name of Jesus Christ has become what a son. Okay, now go back to Revelations where we are. Revelations twenty-one, I think verse seven is it? Verse seven. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and he says, "And I will be his God, and he shall be what my son." So Revelation is not the book of Revelations. If you, you need to understand it, that it is not, most of it is not something that will happen in the future. Most of them have already happened. And most of them are happening now. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and harmongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, somebody is thinking, okay, I need to die before I see this second death. No, 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 no. You determine that the moment you decide either to be born again or not to be born again. So, this is just telling you where you will end if you made that choice. Nine. Nine. And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues and talked with me saying, come hither; I will show you the, the bride, the lamb's wife. Verse 10. So this is all a discussion between an angel and John who was seeing this vision. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem. Descending out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God. And her light was like unto a stone most precious. Now have we talked about the heavenly Jerusalem? Come on. Anybody. Did we? We did last week, last month. We talked about Mount Zion. The city of the living God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. We'll come back to this in a moment. Now, I I just want, want to give you to see the perspective of revelations for you to know that revelations is not something that will happen, it's something that has what? Some of them have already happened. Okay? It says, But ye are come unto Mount Zion. And unto the city of the living God. The heavenly what? Jerusalem. So when he says, I see the heavenly Jerusalem come down, that heavenly Jerusalem has already come. How did that heavenly Jerusalem come? In the person of Christ. His death, him coming down to die, brought to us into what? The heavenly Jerusalem. And to an innumerable company of what angels? So he says that the church, the physical place, like we are gathered now, we are gathered as part of that heavenly Jerusalem now. So when he says that I see the heavenly Jerusalem coming down, it's not something that is going to be new. As long as you are part of the church of God, you are part of that heavenly Jerusalem, and he calls it what the city of God. And the scripture we saw last month, this is what out of Zion. The perfection of beauty has what? Shined forth. Has what? Shined forth. So what Zion is actually supposed to do or the church which you and I are part of or are are supposed to do is to what? Shine. Does that make sense? Good. If that makes sense, go back to Revelations 21. Where did we stop? 11. So it says, having the glory of God. And her light, last month we saw what light does. Apart from having dominion, light also what shines. Her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. He says he's coming for a church without spot, without wrinkle. Verse 12. And had a wall great and high, and had 12 gates, and at the gates 12 angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. So now this is now telling you of something that is what prophetic. You will see when we get there. Okay. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. Fourteen. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The 12 apostles of the Lamb are, anybody know what the 12 apostles of the Lamb are? The 12 disciples, excluding Judas. Judas was replaced by somebody else. So, the 12 are what are the 12 apostles? Verse 15. And he that talked with me had the golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof verse 16 and the city lieth four square and the length is as large as the breadth and he measured the city with the reed 12000 furlongs the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal so he's not describing what we will see so it's a mixture of something that is already happening and something that will what That's what I was telling you about, that some parts of the book of Revelations are prophetic, are things you would see. Some are already things that are already happening. Okay? Verse 17. I'm going somewhere with this, so you stay with me. And he measured the world thereof, 140 and 4 cubits, according to the measure of a man that is of the angel. Verse 18. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Fire. (laughs) Means don't add it. Whatever you see. Just see it as it is. Verse 20. He which testified these things saith surely, I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Come Lord Jesus. Let's go on. Yeah, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Verse. were ah, we in twenty two? We're reading verse 20, chapter twenty two. We're not in twenty two. We're in twenty one. So how did we get here, young man? Behave yourself. You've changed it. Twenty one eighteen. Okay, we've read all this actually. Oh, huh? oh no, we've not. He moved to twenty two. Please, pay attention. Don't make me read something I'm not supposed to read. They say I shouldn't add. (laughs) (laughs) And the building of the wall of it was of Jasper, and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. Okay. 2019, and the foundation of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious. This place is all not of too much importance to me. Jump to chapter 22, verse 1. And he says, and and he showed me a pure river of waters, of water of life. Again, water of life, okay. Clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Verse 2. In the midst of the streets of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life. Which bear 12 manna of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. Now. Chapter 22 is giving us the throne. Then the river. Okay, and then he's saying that there will be no more cares, but the water that flows will be for the healing of the nations. Do you think that in heaven, there'll be the need for healing? Come on, bring your intelligence self to church. Do you think that in heaven, there'll be the need for healing of nations? No, so that tells you that this part of the scripture is not something that will happen. It's something that is happening when? Now. Do you you get it? Good. Now, and they they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads. All of us have, if the moment you are born again, you have the mark of Christ. Not the mark of the beast. Not 666. You have the mark of Christ. And it's imprinted spiritually on your forehead. Whether you know it or not. Now, and there shall be no night there. And they need need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. We read that in Isaiah. Is he talking about something that will happen or something that is happening now? It's now. And he said unto me, these sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the of the the holy prophet sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done now if you read on you will find out that it talks about the tree of life and it says the tree of life is in the midst of paradise okay i'm stopping there intentionally it says the tree of life is in the midst of where paradise now, I want to decrypt Genesis. I want to unveil Genesis, the book of Genesis, the matters of the garden. If, if, if you read on, if you can find that verse, look for it quickly and put it there for me. Um, Mm -hmm. You found it? Google it for me. Somebody Google it. In the midst of paradise. That's the scripture. It's the book of Revelation. Google it quickly. The tree of life in the midst of paradise. Because I want want us to understand what Adam and Eve said when they said the tree was in the midst of the garden. Whether... eh? Oh, 2-7. Okay, yeah, Revelations 2-7. Go, go, go there for me. Yeah, it says, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of, Of God. So it's Revelations 2 7. Sorry. Revelations 2 7. In the midst of what? Of the paradise of God. So now the question is Is Eden the paradise of God? Is Eden a physical place? Go to Genesis now, chapter 2, from verse 1. Now let's get into the message. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them gone. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and what? made and we said on sunday that the creation is spiritual its a blueprint is a pattern in the mind of god is the intention of god what he wanted to do okay now these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the lord god made the heaven the earth now And the heavens, and I said that the beginning, when it says that these are the generations of the heavens and the earth, all throughout creation, what we saw from Genesis chapter 1: heaven, earth, heaven, earth, and the reference point is to Elohim, that's God, the strong one. But when it came to the creation or the proper formation, which is a process, God's name changed. From that point onwards, because it is now referencing from earth to heaven. So it says that, and in the day that the Lord God, Yahweh Elohim, made the earth and what? The heaven. Why was it changed? For a reason. And we explained the reason. The reason was because the hand of God had to reach out to earthly man. So that he can breathe his life into that man so that that man can now have the life of God. Verse 5. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Now, pause. Genesis 1, 26 and 27, he said God created man. Now, chapter 2, he's telling us that man, there was no man to till the ground. Now, go back, go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have what dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man. How did he create a man? It was a blueprint. God's intention. And God's intention was that the man that he will create will be in his image and his likeness. And I'm going to, after careful study, I saw something as I needed to point out. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. No mention of a name. Him. Male and female. He calls the him male and female. How can a him be a male and female? Male and female created he them. Yet, it's a man. That is why it was a blueprint. In the mind of God, inside the man was the woman. But that was not yet done yet. Somebody saying, so uh, why is all this important? It will become important very soon. (laughs) Don't worry. Enjoy this part. Because we are going somewhere. We need to build up slowly. I don't... I have to take my time. Okay, verse now. So we see this happen. Then verse twenty-eight, he blessed them and blah blah blah. Yet there was no man. Chapter two, he's telling us that he created a garden, there was no man. Verse seven of chapter two, please. And the Lord God, so from here onwards, we see that it is now Lord God. Elohim, Yahweh, Elohim. It's always Elohim, Yahweh. Because what? Sorry. Yahweh, Elohim. Because now it is referencing what God is about to do with the earth. With the dust. And I said that that is where we have that cycle. The cycle. I beg your pardon. Which is to say that whatever we would ever be in the physical was already always In the spirit of God. So we came out of his spirit. We became physical. We will go back to his spirit. That's always been the plan. And the Lord God formed man. So what is the difference between the creation and the formation? The formation now is the process. So physically has to put this together use the clay, start molding him, molding, make leg. But when he finished all this making, the man was just still lying there like that, a pile of clay, a dust, because he formed the man out of what dust. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. That's why if your body is dirty. If you clean, clean, clean. You see a lot of dirt. dust. the only thing that makes you feel like. Like this. Is that part of God. In you. And breathed. Into his nostrils. The breath. Of. And then the man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he puts the man whom he had formed. He's choosing his words carefully. Whom he had what? formed not created because the creation part has been finished with the formation anything you want to become it first comes from the creative part of you before it becomes a formation until you can see it in your spirit you can never touch it physically same with anything you want to see an architect build? He has to draw a plan. Then he builds according to what the plan. An engineer, he has to put a plan of whatever machine he is making, then he builds according to the plan. So you find out that most mechanical things, after they have built it, they now draw the blueprint and attach it to your gadget so whichever country it is taken to as long as the engineer can read the plan if something goes faulty the engineer can look for that part and they will show you you have to study in that direction to know what to look for or else you fit in to try it <laughs> then they fix it so whether japan anywhere as long as they have the blueprint they can replicate it so anything that will be physical First needs to start from where? The spirit. Now, and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in the in the Eden. And there he puts the man whom he had formed. Now, but the question I want to ask is, before he said he wanted to create man in his image and in his likeness. When he formed him, we didn't see any image and any likeness again. That's what I said I after careful study I found out that man was not created in God's image and likeness sorry was not formed in God's image and what likeness it has always been his intention and plan verse 9 I hope you're getting it. And out of the ground. Made the Lord God. So I told you from here onwards. It's always been the Lord God. The Lord God. The Lord God. Because everything now has to do. With the earth. To grow every tree. That is pleasant to the sight. And good for food. The tree. Of life. Also. Also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil now the question is the tree of life was it a physical tree physical fruit that could be eaten the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was it a physical tree that was eaten or that could be not be eaten You should ask yourself questions when you're reading the Bible. That's why we started from Revelations. Because it says, in the midst of the paradise of God is the tree of what life? That anybody that desire what eat of it. So how do you eat this tree? So did. <laughs> verse Okay, verse 10. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from where it was parted and became into four heads. Okay, jump to the verse number 17 for me. Now God started giving them instructions. Start from verse 16, sorry. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying... Of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. 17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof... Thou shall surely die. And we said last year, it means you will die, die. Two deaths. Which means you will die first as a created being. And then you will also die as a formated being or formed being. So you will die in the spirit. You will die what? In the flesh. Then now we see trouble in the garden. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. So all this work God is giving man instruction. Adam, the man, was not just a human being. Adam, man, was a nation, an institution, a generation. Because out of him, every other being will come out. So, and the Lord God now said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meat for him. Trouble, trouble, trouble. 19. <laughs> and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. So now take note. Now God is now beginning to form the beasts of the field from the ground. Still clay. Anytime you eat goat meat, you're eating clay. <laughs> Time you eat pig, yeah, you eat clay. time you eat, it's just dust feeding on dust. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a little bit graphic, but <laughs> out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast, lion, goat, whatever. That's why when they die. They get rotten, they become like the ground, the dust of the field, and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. I'll come to the tree, and then we'll close there. Okay. And Adam gave names to all cattle. And to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found and help meet for him, which means he was looking among the goats and the cats, looking for somebody that looked like him, that he could marry. That's why it's very strange today that you find some people saying they are marrying their dogs, they are marrying their cats. You know that definitely something is wrong. Even Adam could not marry himself. He didn't even see himself desirable. He said, Okay, I want to stay alone. Yeah? Now, John is marrying James. Father Lord. Okay, let's go on. Let's leave that matter alone. Hmm. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. So, before Eve was made, Adam was a comatose. And he slept, that sleep is not that sleep, sleep of death. They put him in <laughs> Abdesia. And he took out of his ribs and closed up, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the fish, the flesh, instead thereof, beg your pardon. Verse 22, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. So you see how God created. God breathed into the prototype, the first man, his life. So that with that man's life, he can recreate other lives. Then, now, he didn't need to create something different to make a woman. He had to now pick from inside that man he had already made. And everything he had deposited in that man, he used it to create a woman. Lee, didn't you sleep in this afternoon? And Adam said, immediately Adam saw, Adam said, this is now bone of my bones. Hey, Dr. Romwald saw, he said, Martina, the day he woke up, and said, oh, I've not seen a woman like this before, it's now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He, said. he became confused, and dazed. She shall be called Woman or man with a womb because she was taken out of what man. Then we jump to chapter three. Now the serpent was more subtle. Than any beast of the field. Which means this serpent was also created like God's creation from the dust of the field. Which the Lord God. Yahweh Elohim. Had made. And he said unto the woman. No, no, no. It's God that was, Is Adam that was speaking to these animals. Now, if this animal is beginning to speak to you, you should start thinking something is wrong somewhere. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? There, <laughs> three, verse three. No, 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 verse 2, sorry. No, go back to 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit. Somebody say fruit. Very important, because I'm going somewhere with that thought. We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. What do you eat from a tree? Fruit. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst, who told you to tell this beast? The beast did not know that that tree was in the midst of the garden. In the midst of the garden, God has said. Ye shall not eat of it neither shall ye touch it lest ye die. Was she the one God gave the instruction to? So where is she getting this thing to add to all this grammar? Adam gave gave her instruction. She added something more. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Lie, lie, lie. God said, The day you eat of it, you shall surely die, die. The serpent said, You shall not surely die. So, who should they believe? The creator or the created being? This is a part that Adam and Eve did not know of, which the beast knew of. For God does know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. Lie again, knowing good and evil, true. So all along in the garden, there was good and evil in the garden. Somebody is asking, why did God put it there? He put it there for the simple reason of making sure the man will be able to follow his voice. Because Satan, before this time, Satan used to be the vice regent of the earth realm or the cosmos then. And the earth realm was, he he was in charge of the then created earth realm with his angels. And he caused chaos before God came and saw the chaos. And God said, let there be light. So this man... That became that caused chaos. The reason for causing confusion and chaos on the earth was because he had already disobeyed the voice of God. So he knew that if these people also disobey the voice of God, they will get to know good and evil. And they will become like him, a rebel. So he wanted them to actually become rebels like him and when and because the reason is this you see the man was a prototype was god's finest creation that was why in the creation the man was actually the first to be created take note when sorry i beg your pardon it was a he was the last to be created Because after God created the light, moon, everything, everything, days and nights. When he got to man, he says, now let us make man in our image. But when he came to the formation, man was the first he formed before other beasts were formed. To show that man was his finest formation. The best of his formation. And he had invested everything. Including himself. The Bible says he breathed into the man. And the man became what? A living soul. Not a living spirit. A living soul. Which means he was still a natural man. He would still operate by it, his senses. But God wanted to make sure that with his senses he can obey him. And he disobeyed. And when the woman saw that the tree... Was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. Which physical food do you eat to become wise? She took of the fruit. Thereof and did it and gave also to her husband with her. He was always there. He was just a fool. He was always there but was a silent participant. (laughs) The man had always been there. He just kept quiet. So, when the woman took whatever it was and ate, he said, I must also eat this thing. I'm part of this thing. I'm willing to die with you. I love you too much. I can die with you. You would die alone. I would die with you. (laughs) Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty of tonight's teaching, and then I will stop here, because beyond that, I don't think you will be able to take it. Now, In Revelations, no we've not started, it's just warm up. Now in Revelations, it says that in the midst of the paradise of God is the tree of life. How do you eat this tree of life? Matthew chapter 4, the verse number 1. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not leave. I didn't say verse verse 4, but okay, you've gone to verse 4. It's where I'm going to go to, but you stayed at the verse 4. It's fine. Verse 3, start from verse 3. Maybe it will be better. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. What do you do with bread? You eat it. Very good. Verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every egg that is added to the bread for thee. <laughs> No, 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 no. (laughs) Let's read it to you. (laughs) It's about He (laughs) has said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Somebody say Word. That proceeds out of the mouth of God. Which means that the way you eat bread is the same way you can eat the word of God. I'm going somewhere with this. The way you eat bread is the same way you can what? Eat the word. What Jesus was revealing here is that it is not only physical things we eat. We also eat things spiritual. The word. If God was spirit and he was telling them that do of every tree. That is to tell you that it is not all the trees in the garden that were physical trees. Are you understanding this? It's not all the trees in the garden that were physical trees. What then were they? Words. Instructions. Matthew, uh, is it Matthew or John? Twelve, ten, is it ten, thirty four? Let me see. Uh, What defies a man? Abundance of the heart of a man. What scripture is that? Hmm? Somebody help me. Matthew what? Matthew 15 from 11. Let's read that. Now that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth not that which goeth into the mouth of a man, I beg your pardon, defiles a man. But what what comes out of his mouth, defiles a man. 12. Then come his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? So what defiles a man? and causes a man to sin is not physical food that he eats. Adam and Eve I want to submit to you did not eat physical apple. What they ate was a foreign word. They spoke words That were foreign to what God instructed. That was what defiled them. I'm decrypting the book of Genesis. What... Defiled Adam and Eve. It's not a physical apple.
1: <laughs>
0: what actually defiled them was the words they spoke. The scriptures is out of the abundance of the heart of a man. A man what? Speaketh. And it is what you speak that defiles you. And the scripture says, We shall be judged by what we say. Now, finally, before I drop this thing, how then do you eat of the tree of life? By speaking. Romans 10. From verse 9. So the tree of life was not always a physical tree, it was a spiritual tree. That if thou shalt confess with what? Thy mouth. What comes out of your mouth? Words. The Bible calls it the fruits of our lips. Apple. The fruits of our lips your mouth has fruits and what is the fruits of your mouth words the fruits of a tree is what you eat the fruit of the tree of life is the words that if thou shalt what, confess with thy mouth the lord jesus that, that, that and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. you can underline that one we will talk about the dead part another day. today it will be too, it's too much for this todays syllabus <laughs> thou shall be saved. Then verse 10, it says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto what salvation. That's how you eat the fruit of life. In the midst of the paradise of God. Which is there now. Where That's where we are now. We are in God's paradise now. In Zion. And in Zion you eat of the fruits of life. Out of your mouth you shall be condemned. With your mouth you can die. That's why there are a lot of people dying now. They are not dying because there is a virus in their body. They are dying because of what they are saying. They said I have diabetes and that is what is killing them not because there is anything in their body but because they have believed that a man said you have diabetes when you go to a medical doctor the medical doctor can give you a condition and say this is your condition can that condition be reversed yes but if you agree that it has become my condition And you go about, they say, the doctor says, I have. (laughs) How did you have it? Somebody told you. Somebody said. So when God came into the garden, what did he ask Adam and Eve? Who told you that you were naked? Who told you? They were hearing somebody else's words and they were living by it. It killed them. That's how they got to know good and evil. And all of a sudden, all that they had departed. So God had to drive them out of the garden. And he said something, lest they eat of the tree of life. And stay in this state forever. What is the tree of life? Now he is telling us that the tree of life is in the paradise of God. How then do we partake of that tree? We are partaking of it now. Through salvation. So the man Adam God created was not God's final idea. God was looking for another man. That Adam man he was looking for is called the second man. We'll talk about that another day. Who became the last Adam? He was not the second Adam. He was the second man. First man, second man. Then we have what? Last Adam. To finish off Adam's error. And create a new creation, a new generation of which you and I are part of. So he first has to come as a man, second man. Then go through the process that the first man went through. When he had finished it and killed everything that man could have done and messed up. Then he cleaned up and became the last Adam. That is beyond this one. There can never be any any flaw in the Adam I created. So God's idea was the Adam that will be created. The last Adam. The first Adam was a prototype. The last Adam was the Lord from heaven. The real deal. The first Adam was a type and a shadow. The last Adam Jesus was the real McCoy hmm. so we'll, we have a journey to go to through this month. Hallelujah have you been blessed at all? Yes. have you learned something? Yes. Hallelujah yes. so start speaking right. I live. I am not happy with those guys. Eh? God punished them that they tend the, the Adam, Adam thing to become an apple. <laughs> yes. Any questions for me? I'm done now. I think I'll take questions now. Um, you can go and listen to it again and again. Now there is going to be a social media challenge today and Sunday, and there will be a cash reward. We want to see how many people are following Ewg on social media, and also the SoundCloud. You have to top it with how many messages you have listened on the SoundCloud, because I'll be able to find out from there. We'll Dear, yeah, from starting from tonight, like right now, pray it has started.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the media, all the websites, JK Ministries, that the, YouTube, whatever. As many that will invite more people to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You, we, are, we will be monitoring all that. So, there's a social media challenge. Instagram. Instagram. Anybody and uh, Dr. Kujo will be monitoring that. <laughs> 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 all right, let's take questions. Let's take questions. We will announce it Sunday as well. So, it will go on from this week on to Sunday... And then we'll finish the coming Sunday, and then we'll start again, depending on how who won the first week. We are running this for the next ten weeks. Yes, sir.
2: Yes, as we, uh, just a clarification. Yes,
0: please.
2: Genesis two seven. Yeah. So uh, God formed a man. Mm. Genesis one twenty
0: seven.
2: Mm. God created uh, male and female. That's right. Genesis two twenty one. Mm. Uh, God made a woman from Adam's ribs. Mm. So, I'm just like, confused here. If you can clarify on these three
0: scenarios. Okay, the first one, God created man. He made the original sample. Okay, scientifically, let's say. original sample out of which all the components will come from. So... Um, Hydrogen, oxygen, all of it was put together to form water In to come. So he put all of that in that man. So that was his idea of what he wanted to create. So that was in his spirit. It was the blueprint. That's the creation. Verse 7. Genesis 2, 7. Okay. No, sorry. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Then in chapter 2, 7. He now... Formed the man physically from the dust. The scripture, well, if we read it, it says it: from the dust of the earth. So he physically molded the legs. So he made some to have Coca-Cola shape. He made some to have bottle shape. He made some to have all kinds of shapes. You know, God is a God of variety. Thank God. Morphing shape. Some have uh, elephant shape. Some have any shape, slim shape, whatever. And then he dumped us on different, different um, planets, um, different, different uh, I see, I see planets. Uh, different countries based on our genes <laughs> so that we will reproduce after our kind. <laughs> I'll talk about producing after our image later. Um, Adam did that, so we'll talk about that later. Um, so um, now, after creating or forming the man, he now breathed into man. So from that man, remember he had already said in Genesis uh, 1.27 that the man, out of him he has created he, him and she. So that was always his intention that out of that man he will produce a woman. Okay. so. After he formed the man physically and breathed into the man, he doesn't need to go through the same process again to form another human being. He just reproduced from the one he has already created. That is to say that whatever God has created now, all we can ever produce is already in everything he has created. So for example, if you need to create a baby, it's already inside you. You just need to do what you need to do and the baby will come. Amen. See how uh, um, Soja is laughing now. He's uh, excited about this one. So just just do what you need to do, and a boy will come. Amen. Yeah. Just do what you need to do, and receive your boy. Amen.
2: And, uh, and for your information, the first man uh, is believed to to originate from Tanzania. Thank you.
0: Amen. I believe. I believe. I believe. For your information, the first man came from Tanzania. <laughs>
2: They have, they have, uh, that's the research.
0: Yeah, yeah, they
2: have found that. Yeah, the research
0: has has, has declared <laughs> that the first man came from Tanzania, <laughs> and we agree. We are not contesting. <laughs> All right, any more questions? <laughs> so, okay, let's take a question from there.
2: <laughs> so, is it safe to say even Eden is not physical garden?
0: Um. Possibly, yeah, because there's no physical place that we can say Eden is or the paradise is. Okay, um, that's why it's not geographically it's not been located anywhere. <laughs> so, so it's very safe to say that, um, unless there is a, a geographical proof, of course we can accept that. Definitely, um, what God created was both physical. And spiritual, you understand. He created the earth, then he created a garden, and then put the man in that garden. So that's so it's it's safe to say that, yeah. Just as we are here now, we are on earth, but we are also in a spiritual realm. We operate with a spiritual realm. So that is there, even though we may not see physically with our physical eyes. Yeah. Okay. I will take the questions from the back there. Okay.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Um, Genesis chapter 3, the beginning, the uh, yeah. verse 1. Yeah. Oh, it says, Now the serpent was more supple than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Yeah, hath God said? It, it Does it mean that these people <laughs> had been having conversation before because the way this um, I'm looking at the serpent coming here is not starting a fresh conversation. It looks like there there was a conversation that had been going somewhere that is not mentioned anywhere because it comes and does, has God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Because it looks like he had a glimpse of what God had said but he didn't know it. He just wanted to confuse Eve so Eve can confirm it. So it, does it mean they had been having some kind of conversation oh, it's possible. behind the scene. It's
0: possible. That is
2: not mentioned anywhere in the Bible.
0: It's possible. It, it was in a garden. So if they were in the garden, then they definitely there were definitely you will not have a stranger come to be asking you very strange questions and you'll be answering the stranger as if the stranger was your wife or your cousin. It, it has to be somebody you know. Aye? Yeah, so there is a way you chat with people. That you know. There's a way you chat with people that are foreign. I believe Eve knew this scepter, serpent. (laughs) Not Eve. Oh, yes, of course. Adam and Eve have had that conversation. How would Eve know that we should not eat? Definitely Adam told him. Uh, Well, (laughs) anyway, yeah. Yes. Thank you, Pastor, for that Mm.
2: teaching. Mm. And it's so insightful. Mm. Uh, My... Confusion is with this particular chapter, okay. um, Genesis 3, one. Genesis three, And that yeah. um, now the serpent was more subtle. So they define who the serpent was. And God created the serpent. That's right. So we've all grown out to know that the serpent was like the devil coming to the garden and all that stuff. But with this one, it actually gives you the nature of the serpent. So God created it as a serpent. And the serpent came to the garden. And cause the commotion in the garden. I don't see the link between the serpent and the devil. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will explain
0: that. I will decrypt that. Um, Now, if you look at that, and you just read it from the surface, it says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast. Um, Other versions will say than any cattle. So, it was among the cattle family. It's not the walking snakes that you know before. It was, a, it was afterwards that God made pronouncements on the serpent. Now, this beast had intelligence. Everything God created, I believe I've said it here before, that everything God created and has created has intelligence. The rocks, the stones, they all have intelligence. For example, if you take a dirty diamond, the diamond, after you have cleaned it through some processing, it comes out speaking to you. Buy me. Buy me. I'm nice. Buy me. Take me home. I'm nice. Even gold. They all have intelligence. When they go through the process of the fire, speak to you. They change form. Now with this serpent what Satan uses is Satan, remember the scripture tells us in the New Testament and reveals to us that the angel or demons can turn even into angels of light. Which means that the serpent, sorry I beg your pardon, Satan can use anything including a rat, Including a chicken, including a cat, including that dog you like so much. And they still use them. Demons still use things we call familiars. They use animals that they can use to gain. Because remember when Jesus was casting out devils out of the madman of Gadara. The demons spoke and said, cast us into these pigs. So anything the pig did, you would have thought that it was the pig that did it. But actually there was a spirit in that pig that drove the pig into the sea. Pigs naturally will not run into the sea. You get it? But the force of those demons made, it became mad. The madness that entered the man, that left the man, entered the pig. So it lost its senses. Pigs were created to be intelligent. They will not run into the sea. Even if a pig sees a car coming to wait, let the car park pass. The same with the serpent. But this time, this serpent has hosted an alien spirit. If Satan came as a spirit to speak to them, they would have known that that was Satan. But he just came as one of the animals they are used to, that they even named in the garden. And used that animal as a host. So spirits, demons, The same as the Holy Spirit also uses us as his host. So if you allow the Holy Spirit to come into you, he will use you. If you allow demons to come into you, they will use you. No, no, it's fine. Mm. Of course, I'm sure they will know. They will know. Um, They will definitely know about the devil. Um, Because I'm sure, because the scripture says that God comes in the cool of the day to have chats with them, so I'm sure He would have instructed them look, there's an alien walking about. If you you, this is how the signs you used to know Him, but this time around He disguised Himself, He came in the form of a, a serpent. Some the animals they play and talk with in the garden, so that's how come they were. The Bible says they were deceived, the woman was deceived, but what. Adam should have done because the scripture told us Adam was with her. Adam should have said, hey, you are talking to this serpent, so-called serpent. But the, the conversation we had with father is not like that. Shut up. Don't listen to this thing. Maybe the devil that father told us about has entered this thing. You know, but they didn't. They just thought it was just the normal serpent being very curious. But how could a curious serpent that was created after you now be telling you it will make you wise and you also believe it? You know? They, they just opened themselves up. That's all. It was just curiosity that killed the cat. <laughs> of course. When they ate it, which is not physical eating, it is the conversation, that talk they had with that serpent. And their ability to now say, okay, this thing will now make us wise. We will become gods. As they began to alter those things, they went towards something. I believe that apart from just the spiritual part, there would have been something physical they went for as well. And then, lo and behold, they would just realize, who I've entered into something else, have become something. And from that point onwards, they couldn't change again. <laughs> they, they were in another state. Yeah. Um,
2: Apostle, with regard to what Jonas said earlier on, mm. and you said that... That um, the God first man came had- from Tanzania?
0: <laughs> so that we look that, for a Tanzania man for you quickly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, please, come on, bring it on. That's a joke. <laughs> He
2: said that God already had it in mind, as in He had a blueprint of the fact that He wanted to create a male and a female. Mm. But then when you read down, it says that when He had a mind of creating a helper, He created the beast first. And then after that was when He realized that, okay, no, this, like, He needs another helper. That was how come He formed the woman. So if He already had it in mind, why didn't He just create the woman as a helper, but He created the beast and all those animals? <laughs> Wonderful. All those you are, you are thinking he... too
0: deep for this scripture. Uh, you are thinking too, too deep for the scripture. Um, yes, he had it in mind in the previous chapter and in the previous verses. But when he created the man, it was as good as creating the woman. Because inside that man was the woman. Created he them. Yet. It was already created in the spirit. Now, but after creating the man, when you create something, you want to test the sensibility of the thing, don't you? (laughs) Uh, When you create something, you want to test and see if the thing works according to how you fashioned it to work. True? Yeah, so after he created the first man, he created now beasts to see if he will move towards them. God... God was testing what he has created. And it was not God that was waiting for him to find. It was the man that was looking for his helpmate among because all that God created, he created them in pairs. So he was like, Oh, if he created all these ones in pairs, why am I one? Okay, maybe I'm among one of these. He started looking. Goat, cat, said no. <laughs> they all looked very strange for me. He looks as if he said, No, 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 no. Then finally. The Bible says, God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. So let me now take out of him what I've already put there, which he didn't know. And he created. But the moment they brought the woman out of him, he said, oh, bone of my bones. He was asleep when they took the bone out. How did he know that that was bone of his bones? He saw what? He saw the bone. No, he didn't say the bone. He didn't see the bone. <laughs> the bone was used to flesh. <laughs> to flesh. <laughs> but when he saw, he said, ah, this is from me, actually. This is actually from me. Because he knew that he had fallen asleep. He woke up and found out that the stitches were very perfect. There was no mark, yet there was another me. It's like, oh. In other words, he's saying that, oh, so there have been a second me all along. And I didn't know it. Now I see my second me. He, she shall be called woman. Mother of all. Yeah, so it's not an afterthought. Yeah. God was trying his product. To be sure the product has proper desire. For a second of himself. And he did. That's why it would be very strange today. For a man to be desiring another man. It's against God's product. When he tested it, it's a a dysfunction. It's an abnormality. Or for a woman to desire another woman, it's it's an abnormality. Because when he tested it, it was not so. So that is why you would know that the, the answer is in the scriptures, in the book of Romans... He says God, because they did not retain the knowledge of God in their mind, he gave them up. Or he, he abandoned them to a reprobate mind. So they decide what they want to do. You again. What? Okay, you've never asked a question. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Yes, Basically, uh, for argument's sake of the transgression, um, the responsibility of the fall was at, at, at Adam's feet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the narrative of the of the fall was mm. centered around a woman. A woman. I'm coming somewhere. That's right Yeah. So basically, uh, God gave Adam domin Adam dominion over everything over the earth.
0: That's right.
1: And but he failed. even the wife. He failed to apply it over over Eve at that time. That's right. So I think Adam is the one who is to be blamed for. Of everything. course.
0: Yeah. That's what the scripture says. Yeah. The scripture says it was not the. The, the man that was deceived by what? The woman. So Adam knew his eyes were open and he still willingly, so he's the one to be blamed.
1: But my question to that is, does it mean yeah. that uh, a man's weakest link is to a woman? That's why the devil... Is <laughs> <in
0: heaven. laughs> I am not going to answer this one. For wisdom's sake, so okay, I I'll answer. For argument's sake. <laughs> for argument's sake, okay. For argument's sake, don't quote me on this one, but for argument's sake... <laughs> When you go home and they don't give you supper tonight, don't blame me. But for argument's sake, I will ask (laughs) Eli, you are so excited tonight. (laughs) Yeah, for argument's sake, I wouldn't say per se that a woman's weakest link is the man's weakest link is the woman. The reason is this. the the reason is this Um, when the woman ate the fruit he had the responsibility to say I'm not eating he was the first man if he had not eaten he could have still found a way to reverse that error in the woman but he willingly chose to eat I don't know why he was afraid. But, haven't you heard the story before of the man of God that said any man that does not that does, is not controlled by the <laughs> any man that's not controlled by the wife should come forward. So <laughs> every man came forward. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody raised their hand except for one man that came forward. <laughs> so the Ask you, man. So is it true that your wife does not control you? He said, well, "Of course, my wife just told me to come." He said, "What's the matter?" If my wife told me to come, what is the matter? so, so, for argument's sake, I don't think the woman was created to be the weakest link for the man. Actually, to be the man's strength. The so any weakness in the man is still the man's fault. And and so you can always strengthen your your wife. Alright, we'll take this last this is the last question. Uh, you pull like questions to Ah, Doctor, okay. You are, you want to ask a question? Yeah, small question. Okay, small ones, okay. So two more. All right, okay. All right, doctor, two what, small questions. Yeah. Yeah, my question is I've not recovered from the last one. Sensitivity. <laughs> Um, Fidelity and what? And selectivity. I've not recovered from that yet. That's a powerful one. Yeah,
1: please, bring it on. And that was the only introduction.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, my question is... Yes, please. Adam was the one who was given instruction, but from the point of disobedience. I've seen Eve was the one who was started with uh, getting that contamination. Then nothing happened. Mm. Then after contamination moved to Adam is when now they discover they were naked. (laughs) Why was that thing happened? Wait until the thing moved to Adam and not uh, (laughs) the thing to Adam. (laughs)
0: Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it was not like a whole long process. <laughs> you see how doctors receive the scriptures? This doctors. <laughs> Adam was there and he does. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) This matters in the garden,
1: eh?
0: (laughs) I think there's a good answer here. Now, let me give you the good answer. They are telling us. (coughs) He said that, from what Isaac is saying, I'm quoting from Isaac now. The wife is not here, but I'm quoting from Isaac. Now, Isaac is saying that, when Eve had the thing, Adam's eyes open. He said, "Saw." So, I he said, "Hey, what am I seeing here?" <laughs> so let me also eat quickly, so that I can become like that, <laughs> so that they can continue to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't think it was a process. It was just she ate it. He had to make a split decision then. There, I also have to eat it. It was when they, both of them ate, they realized they were naked. So this one saw the nakedness. This also saw the nakedness. He said, "Hey, we are all we are naked." <laughs> okay, so the woman saw the nakedness. first. <laughs> all right, this this syllabus is beyond is beyond this class, darling. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get you people coming back next Wednesday for the next lesson, you see what I'll do to you. Shakulin, let's finish this
2: Apostle. Yes. For me, it's just curiosity. Okay. In this world we are living today, mm. there are more women yeah. than men. Okay. As a question was asked today by just somebody who mm. was trying to evangelize to. Mm. So if now every man mm. I believe, this is what I believe. Yeah. That every created, I mean, every man created, there should be an Eve for them. So what about those ones? If, if every man today was to get their Eve, mm. what about those ones that are
0: remaining? Who told you that there will be some remaining? <laughs> <laughs> Have you researched to find out that there will be some remaining? <laughs> Apostle, do you want to become that my thou shalt not tempt me that, <laughs> don't tempt me don't tempt your pastor <laughs> but uh, apostle I really did I, I, I was I couldn't answer I think this a woman should answer this question let Alima answer, answer this question, question it's beyond this garden they said this, this question is beyond the matter <laughs> I like this answer this matter is beyond this garden we'll talk about it later oh my god let's let's rise as we close oh my god you these people eh? Huh? God have mercy on me And deliver me from church members like you. (laughs) Uh, Well, the Bible says he took the bread, he broke it and gave thanks and said, take, eat. And do this as often as you can in remembrance of me. I want us to take the broken body. The same vein, this is what gave us eternal life. This is what made us to partake of the tree of life. Let's take the broken body.